Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Maasbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. On my many travels around the world, I've seen so many thousands of orphan children on the streets. And I can really tell you that 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 oh, even when I talk about it now, words just are not enough to express the pain that you see when you see those children there without someone to take care of them. And they are living on the streets. It's not strange when you go through nations like India and many other nations that when you drive the streets at night, you see the children laying on the curbside and they are laying there not because it's cool on the concrete, but they are laying there because that is their home. They have no home as we would call some place, a house, a home. They are just laying there, sleeping there. Uh, The clothes that they wear, that's the clothes that they have. And some, they do odd jobs during the day, trying to get by to get some food, some other things that they need, spending their day, their time. Others, they, well, they go into a bad place, you know, to do horrible things, to get money. And of course, you have those that profit from it. I know the many stories how they even mutilate children. They they take the little children and, and they cut off a limb so that they would be better beggars. And uh, especially on those days that the big Catholic churches in town have the mass, then they line up the beggars there, and you see those many children there also among them that are there begging for some money, begging for some food. I've seen it in so many nations, and it touches your heart. When you think of an orphan child, when you think of their situation, when you think of how they have no parent, no elder one to look over them, to train them, to teach them, to raise them up, to love them, to hold them, to comfort them. And uh, I can go on and on and on. The many things that we take for granted, if you have had parents or a parent that you take for granted, and maybe your parents were not such a great parents, maybe you had a great uncle or someone else to take care of you. But the things that we take for granted, they are not so normal to a orphan because there is no one there taking responsibility and they are left alone. Well, thinking of this, I want to go to that great chapter of John, chapter 14, because there is something special today in the message, especially for those that are feeling lonely and are maybe crying, and maybe rightfully so, that you feel so alone. But you are not left alone. You are not an orphan. Jesus Christ He said to the disciples, and so he said to us in John chapter 14, verse 18, I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. In the Amplified Bible, it says, I will not leave you as orphans, comfortless, bereaved, and helpless, but I will come back to you. Oh, what a wonderful promise for us today that Jesus said, I will not leave you as orphans. We are no orphans. In the Dutch translation, it says, I will not leave you parentless. I will not leave you without parents. There is someone there to take care of you, someone who loves you, and he's not far away. Oh, I want you to know this morning that you are not an orphan, and it's not that Jesus is far away. 
He sent his spirit to be near to you 24 hours a day, every day of the week, every day of the year. Oh, hallelujah, my dear friend. I, I, I want to encourage you, especially in this season that so many people feel lonely. They are left to themselves that they have to take care of themselves, but we are not like that, my dear friend. The Lord is with us always. He has said, I will never leave you, never forsake you. I will be with you all the days of your life. Even to the end of this world, I will be with you. Well, let me just paint the picture a little bit in this story. Jesus was with his disciples, walking with them daily, taking care of them. If there was a need, he was there. If the enemy came, he was there to take control of the situation. He had a strategy. He would confront them. He would take care of it. If there was a lack, he would supply it. Whatever the need was, whatever the opposition was, whatever the problem was, Jesus was there as a father to take care of them. How loving, how wonderful, but how easily we get accustomed to it to have him with us in the flesh. And so he was with his disciples in the flesh, and they were so accustomed to it, to have that elder parent there, to always take care of them and to take the front line. It was so easy for them, but he knew that he was about to depart, about to go to the cross. And after that, not long after that, he would go back to the Father. So he would no longer be with them in the flesh. And he saw that that would be a great problem for them. The moment that he would leave them, they would be in their minds left alone. He wanted them to know that they would have a spiritual presence with them, a representative. One of the Godhead would be there because I know there is a difference between the Father, between the Son, between the spirit in one way. Oh, I know our God is one, and I, I don't want to go against that in any way or bring some other kind of doctrine. Our God is one, but there are also distinct persons in the Godhead, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, and they are not the same, and yet they are one. Well, I don't want to get into all that because that is so complicated. It goes beyond our mind. It's something that you accept by faith, and so I accept it by faith. And even though Jesus would no longer be there in the flesh, in person, he said he would send the Spirit, and the Spirit would be with them. Yes, he would be in them, and so he would be with them, because the Spirit is a great, wonderful, equal representation of the Son and of the Father. So they would never be left alone. And he wanted them to know and to be assured of it, that there would be that spiritual indwelling of the Lord himself through the Holy Spirit, and that in that way he would be with them and they would be no orphans, never left alone of the presence of God. And so it is with us. Hallelujah. I know God is with me. I know he has never left me, and he is taking care of me today in every way, shape, and form that a father could do, only in a much better way, in a much better way. He is taking care of me in the perfect way. It's like Jesus is with me in the flesh, even though he's not with me in the flesh. He is with me through the Holy Spirit, dwelling inside of me and going before me, after me. Oh, hallelujah, when I think of that. 
I'm always in his presence. And in that presence, there is everything that I need in every aspect of my life. He is taking care of me spiritually, mentally, physically, and whatever surrounds my life. Oh, in every area of my life and also of your life. Hallelujah. Well, if I think of how it is to be an orphan, an orphan is someone whose parent is dead or has departed. It was only last week that I read this story in the newspaper that a young couple, I think they were 17 years old, that they dumped their child in a bag in the underground container of the garbage disposal, and they just left that baby there. And somebody else who was throwing a garbage bag there heard the crying of a baby coming out of that container, and he called the police, and the police came, and she said, uh, I, I never pray. I'm not a believing woman. I don't believe in God. But that night, I prayed all night that God would touch that child and that the child would live, and the child is alive today. Hallelujah. But can you believe it? I understand. I don't want to point a finger to those that maybe in their situation of great need have done terrible things, but can you believe how far the enemy must push you to come to that point where you will dump that beautiful little baby, that new life that has been given in a garbage container? But I can tell you so many children have been dumped on the side of the road around the world. It's something good to have compassion for. And our ministry has always had compassion for the children. That's why we have the children's homes. We don't call it orphanages because they come into a family. We have children's homes. We have children's projects around the world. It started in the heart of my father, in the heart of my brother, in my heart. And in those that are with us, our team, we all have a compassion for the little ones around the world that are in need. And I hope you will also support us with that. But can you believe that those children are left without a parent and some as a baby? I also must think of a great friend, Benson Idahosa. He was also dumped on the garbage belt because they thought he was dead, but he was alive and he became one of the greatest evangelists that ever lived in Nigeria. Can you believe that, my dear friends, that God can take someone from a garbage heap and turn it around to make it a great soul winner. Yes, because God is the father of the orphans. He is your father. He is my father, and therefore we are never an orphan. We have a great God, a great father to take care of us. But just think of that. An orphan is someone who has no parent. They are either dead or they have left them. They don't have that hand that will work for them to supply in what they need. They don't have that person with a heart that is connected to the child like nobody else's heart is connected to that child to love them and to feel for them and to think for them. Oh, I'm so glad that we are not orphans in this case because our Jesus is not dead. He is alive. He rose out of the grave. I've seen so many times, especially in the Catholic Church, you have those pictures and you have the statues of Jesus on the cross. And it's a wonderful thing to think of how he died for us on the cross. But their cross is always full with the Savior who is dead. But for me, I have the empty cross. I have the empty tomb. My Jesus, yes, he went to the cross. And when I look to a cross, 
I think of him, how he went for me to the cross, but he came off of the cross. He came out of the tomb. He is alive. I am not parentless because my heavenly father is not dead, but he is alive. So I have no bitterness there. An orphan is someone who is left alone. He cannot appeal to his parent. He cannot go to his father or mother. He is left alone. She is left alone. He cannot look to the example of his parent. He cannot run to his parent when he is in need. He is left alone. When he has a question, there is no one to answer him. There is no one to take care of him. But I am not left alone. Praise the Lord. Jesus, he has never left me. Oh, yes, in body he has, but he came in the Holy Spirit and he dwells within me right now. And especially during the season of Pentecost, we celebrate how the Spirit came down. And I've preached so many sermons about the Holy Spirit, about the power thereof, all that power of the Spirit to do the impossible. But today I want to talk about the Spirit as the great representative and comforter of the Lord Jesus Christ as a parent who is with us always. Oh, glory to God. Yes, an orphan is someone who has lost the kind hands to take care of them and to take care of food on the table and to take care of clothing and to take care of whatever is needed in the house, a bed to be a place of love and a place of comfort. They don't have that. The hands are no longer there anymore. But we are no orphans. The hands, the nail-scarred hands of the Lord, they are there for us to touch us. <laughs> if I just think of that, oh, our Lord, he was mutilated. Oh, he was mutilated on the cross. But when he rose, he looked beautiful and perfect in that new body. But he kept those scars in his hands and feet and in his side. Yes, they are a symbol that the Lord could have taken those away. They are not necessary for him to be there, but they are a reminder to us that he loves us so much that he gave his life for us. And those nail-scarred hands, oh, they represent all that Christ has done for us, prepared for us through those hands and feet he supplied Oh, hallelujah, he supplied in all the promises of God to be a reality for us and to be yes and amen. I am so happy this morning if I think of that. Is your soul hungry? Oh, Jesus, his hand is there to give you bread as he gave bread to those that were hungry. Are you thirsty? Oh, drink from the rock. Oh, drink from Christ. Oh, water flowed from his side and water will flow to you today to drink and never thirst again. An orphan is someone who is left without instruction. And as a child, you need instruction. Who will teach you how to talk, how to walk, how to clean yourself, how to do the simple things in life? It's your parent who is there. It's that person who is set before you to instruct you. That's the responsibility of the parent to instruct you. But those orphans that are left on the street, there's no one to take care of them. Sometimes they find a child in the jungle or so, and that child doesn't know anything how to do the simple things of life because there was no parent there to take care of them. And so I'm so glad it's different for us. We have the greatest instructor and teacher with us, the Holy Spirit. Oh, and he takes us from infancy. He takes us 
when we are just a babe in the gospel, a babe in the body of Christ, and he teaches us the simple things of faith. He teaches us the things that we need to know to have a normal, pure, holy, wonderful, blessed life. We need that teacher, and we have that teacher. We are not an orphan who has been left without instruction, but we have the great instructor with us. Oh, another thing I must think of when I think of an orphan and the orphans that I have seen, they are left lacking a defender. There is no one to defend them. It's a terrible thing if you don't have someone to defend you. And those orphans, oh, there are those that want to make profit off of them. And there is no one to defend them. That's why they can so easily abuse those children. There is no defender there. That's why those children, many of those children, have been abused in terrible ways. Oh, I, I would tell you the stories, but I think you couldn't handle it. What happened to so many of those children? And it's because there was no defender there. It's the parent who should have been there. It's the parent whose duty and task it is to defend their child. But they did not have that defender there. But we have a defender. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. We have Jesus in the Holy Spirit with us today, surrounding us, dwelling inside of us, defending us against all evil and all harm. Oh, there are so many more things that I could talk about today if I think of the subject of an orphan and their terrible situation, but how it is different for us because we are not left orphans. Christ said, I will not leave you parentless. I will not leave you as orphans. I will not leave you comfortless, bereaved, and helpless, but I will come back to you. And he came, hallelujah, on Pentecost through the Holy Spirit to be with us and to be inside of us. The presence of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit is with us through the Spirit who has been given to us. Oh, praise Him today. I want to pray for you right now. If you feel that you are an orphan, that's a lie of the devil. You are no orphan. If you feel that Jesus has left you, that's a lie of the devil. If you feel that you are left alone, nobody to take care of you, nobody to help you, nobody to comfort you, nobody to supply what you need or to defend you, that's a lie of the devil. Raise up your hands today and say, I break that lie in my mind. In Jesus' name, I accept the truth of the gospel that Jesus, he has never left me. He is with me right now through the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, manifest yourself in those people right now. Oh, I thank you, wonderful Lord, that you are with them. And by faith, by faith, they can move forward today. They can praise you today. You will give solutions. You will give answers. You will flow with divine love through them and comfort them. You will help them. You will pull them out of that darkness. You will pull them out of their depression. You will give them hope for the future. You will help them to find the way because you have a way for them today to get out of their mess. You will be their defender. You will be there right now. You will be there tomorrow and always. I praise you for it in Jesus' mighty, wonderful name. Amen and amen. Amen. 
Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do you wish to listen to more messages? Go to themessagestation.com. Also visit us at maasbach.com. 